Welcome to another episode of Milk Clock Podcast. Paul, did I come in hot right there? Oh, you came in perfect, just the way I like it. Came in hot right there. Uh, let's get this out of the way. Uh, MyBookie.ag is the big sponsor this week for busted coverage at the Super Bowl. We're, uh, we're live here in Houston, Texas on the sixth floor of the Marriott Marquis. Beautiful no- new hotel here in, uh, in Houston. Uh, it was almost 80 degrees today. 80 degrees in Houston feels like about a hundred when you come from Ohio. You're freezing your balls off. Uh, hold on just a minute, Paul. Before you get any further, let's make sure we tell everybody about mybookie.ag. That's where I'll be gambling this Sunday on the Super Bowl. Use the promo code Busted B U S T E D to activate the offer. They're giving away up to three thousand for every new player. That means you're going to get – I don't know how much you got to put in, Paul, but you could just double up your money and uh, gamble it all on uh, the Patriots. I'm going to say the Patriots on the money line. Uh, sign up today, get that 50% bonus, and uh, you'll, be, uh, you'll, be, you'll be making money with mybookie.ag. How was that, how was that promo, Paul? That was a remarkable read-through. That reminds me of Mark Schlereth when he went on for two minutes about avocados. It was. That was about a 30 to 45-second read, and uh, and now we're off and running. I'm in Houston. I'll tell you what, Paul. I've been to a few, a few uh, Super Bowls recently, and I have to say that this location for a Super Bowl media week is probably one of the best I've seen. Uh, for proximity, for all the partying, all the all the all the the stages for Radio Row, for ESPN, for Fox, they're all right here in downtown Houston. And uh, what what are you seeing on TV? I know you've been watching TV all day. I actually started my day. I had had a dentist appointment, and they had a TV just above the chair. And the dental assistant, I had already pre pre changed the channel to. Uh, some ESPN coverage with Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, and uh, you know it's it's a lot like what you're doing, except you're a regular guy who we can like doing it. Describe the scenery right now. You said something well, about a pool. Yeah, so this Marriott Marquis, it's a brand new hotel. I believe it opened in the fall, and what it's known for is the pool is shaped. It's it's a lazy river that is shaped like the state of Texas. So what they did is they literally put a state of Texas pool, lazy river on the sixth floor of this hotel and then you're in the pool and you're right in the middle of downtown houston with giant skyscrapers everywhere even my fat ass is even i'm contemplating going in tomorrow just topless just so i can go into the pool and say i went into the lazy river in houston uh i don't care who sees it i don't care if i get in there and cause a scene but uh, I'll tell you right now, this is one of the nicest pool decks I've seen in, in years, years, Paul. Tell us about the, the lady situation. Are there promo models everywhere? Uh, you know what? I had a guy tell me today here at this hotel, uh, he said, did you see the talent that was in the, in the lobby? And I, you know, oh. I, I got here last night, and I instantly knew that this was going to be one of those scenes that I probably should have scheduled to stay here through Sunday, but uh, I'm 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 not going to be here through Sunday, so I'm going to soak it up as is right now, 
And I'm telling you right now, this is going to be one of those Super Bowls that you uh, you want to be at. So uh, I, I am actually, they have a bar outside here at the pool. And you can overlook downtown. You can walk up against the glass and overlook uh, their, it's called Discovery Green. It's like this giant outdoor uh, uh like park in the middle of downtown Houston, I can see the basketball arena. Uh, so you, oh, you wow. got everything right here. The the Minute Maid parks on the other side of the hotel. Houston is a legit sports city, Paul. Isn't it great to see the way these these cities are handling arena placement now? As some areas become more gentrified, I mean that's really the norm. I was in Pittsburgh last week, and we were sandwiched literally in a situation you described between. Heinz Field and whatever yep. the Pirates Stadium is called. So it's nice. You know, you're walking, what, a maximum eight blocks in one direction to, at most to get anywhere? Like, You know what? When I pulled in last night, I, I asked the front desk, I said, where is the convention center? And they laughed at me. And really? It's literally, it's literally right across the street from the hotel. And that's where all the media is. That's where all the radio row, NFL experience, all that good stuff is located. And uh, and I'm I'm right here in the heart of it all, and so I don't have to like grab a cab every five minutes. You know, you might yes. spend four hundred a night, but think of all the all, think of all the cab bills and you know before you know it, you spent a hundred and two hundred dollars in cabs, Uber rides, and uh, no, I mean this is uh, this is the heart of it all, and. You know, I, I was able to get out of the room and go out. I saw, I don't know if you saw the Drew Brees video today. Uh, no, I missed it. Went out and saw Drew Brees throwing the footballs around and uh, and then, uh, you know, make a full day out of it. I went over to Radio Road, did that, saw some, and we'll, 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 re, we'll reset here in a second. But this is just an overall of the day. So, I like it. Um, so set the got the day going and then really dug into Radio Row and Roger Goodell's press conference. Did you see any of that? No, I missed that too. Okay, I'm look. like a baby. All right, and I'm just I'm waiting for you to teach me about the world. Okay, so here's the here's the setup for Roger Goodell's press conference. Uh, going in, you know there's going to be the Deflate Gate questions. You know Roger's going to get questions about uh, his relationships with the Patriots. I was just talking to a guy here at the bar, and the, literally the theme of the day was gambling, NFL, Raiders, Vegas, Patriots, mm. Deflategate, relationship with the Patriots, with Tom Brady, and how in the hell did you do the Chargers like you did them? And why does L.A. need two NFL teams? Great questions, all three. And, and Ro- Roger got his ass grilled. Oh, and listen, he—he's a lawyer. He's—he's he's he's Roger the Dodger. He's, he's Roger. He knows the drill. Exactly, exactly. Roger knows exactly how he has to handle the questions. That's why they pay him forty million dollars a year. Exactly. That's it. And and Roger is an incredible. Uh, he he handles a press conference like nobody else. He never gets phased. He never slips up. He's always on. It, it, that is a talent in itself. That's that's why he gets paid for forty million dollars a year. That's why he makes seven hundred fifty k a week. Uh, it uh, so so the big question today was uh, 
the, the Boston media just hammered him on why did you not go to the uh, AFC title game after you had spent a week in, in Atlanta? Why? Uh, how? Uh, how is your relationship with the N- or with the Patriots and the NFL? And Roger just pretty much just said, "Listen, the, the, this is about uh, a court case. This isn't about a relationship that went bad. This is about a court case that need that was settled." And my relationship is fine. I, I have no. But do you believe? Can, you don't believe that, right? No, not at all. I don't believe any of it. I mean, did you hear Tom Brady's dad's quote earlier in the week about it? Well, that that was what he was also asked about. That like, how does he feel? How does he feel that Tom Brady's dad is just, you know, the greatest quarterback in NFL history at this point? Uh, the, the the father is furious. And he, Tom, Tommy had to even tell his father. Wow, I know you're getting that. That was a good gust. That was a good gust to win. Uh, but anyway, Tommy has told his dad to shut the hell up, and uh, and and that's how it's gotten to the point of is Roger is that hated. Wow, you got that gust too, didn't you? Adam Vinatieri would kick a game winner right through it, Holy no problem. Shit. This wind is kicking up all of a sudden. Uh, but I'm not going in, Paul. We're gonna we're gonna battle through oh. this hurricane because this is I, I I coming from Ohio. I said I came down here. It's humid as hell today. You, you, if I went outside, my pale ass is just gonna get burned up. Uh, it's so windy, but yet it's so warm. I don't even care. These people are the the, the workers are dressed like it's winter. I'm out here. I'm ready to wear shorts. <laughs> Um, Did you wear the your patented orange button-down shirt? I have it on right now. I, I knew you would. I have it on right now uh. because these are the kind of shirts I need. That I need that shirt that I can go in or outside and be yep. comfortable. So I'm um, I'm comfortable right now. Uh, but yeah, Super Bowl. You have your Cincinnati Reds baseball hat on from the All Star game. No, no, don't wear that. Uh, let the hair go. This is, I'm a married, oh, man. I'm an older married guy. I, I'm just letting everything go and uh, enjoying Houston and the hurricane. Listen to this wind, Paul. There are literally white caps on really? the on the lap pool right now. I'm watching the on pool. the lazy river. I'm watching the lap pool right now, and we have white caps. We have a woman standing up on a uh, a fireplace in a skirt she's standing up she's drunk she's clearly drunk and uh it, it's getting crazy out here this is wednesday how how many dudes is she encircled by and how many of are minnesota she, vikings she was taking photos of a lot of bros and uh they're broing out and uh there's one girl per six guys up here so we gotta we gotta fix that tonight i i think you can you can say she's going for it on fourth down I barely heard what you said, but this will be great. The people are gonna love. Good. They're gonna love this podcast because it's good audio. So, it's so windy, uh, so you can't hear it. You can't hear, at this point. You can't hear anything I'm saying, right? Yes, yes, I can hear everything. All right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna pause this podcast. I'm gonna go downstairs into the lobby and see what's going on. We have we have Roger Goodell coming into the lobby here in a little bit. And uh, wow. uh, uh, let's pause it, Paul, and then let's let's rejoin, and uh, we'll have great audio. Okay? Fantastic. And we're back, Paul. You just heard John. I think that was his name. 
uh, telling us all about the NFL experience. It was, I think he's drunk. I don't know what's going on at this point. We're still in the wind. Did you hear all that? I got all of it. I got all of it. All right. Uh, people are starting to did, get lit. Did you it's, go to the NFL experience? I did. It, it, it's easily one of the biggest NFL experiences I've seen to date at a Super Bowl city. This this NFL experience, I was actually I actually got tired of walking. Uh, the NFL experience was so long here at the, at the uh, George Brown. I, I think it's George Brown Convention Center or whatever it's called. Uh, but it's huge, massive, massive NFL experience. Uh, kids just everywhere. They're loving it. They're out of school, and they're like, screw it. Let's start running over dummies. And uh, people are just that, – that, that, is, that is Texas right there. They just come up. They want to be on the mic. They know I'm recording. They think I'm somebody important. And uh, this is how we do it, Paul. I think you're doing a tremendous job. Everybody seems to be getting sauced up at this point, and, and it's only going to increase, right? Once the babes start coming out, the drinks start coming out. I'm watching a babe down here by this fireplace near the wall uh, overlooking downtown Houston, and she is there. I'm talking gusts of at least 30 miles an hour are blowing her tank top around, <laughs> and she's freezing her ass off. But her guy, her guy won't say, let's go inside and get warm. Let's go down to the bar, the lobby bar. He is like, no, we're, we're going to stay up here on this rooftop and you're going to freeze your ass off. She's freezing her ass off and he just won't, he just won't cut it. He, he won't say, let's go inside and she's freezing. I'm, I'm with the guy on this. She knew really? what she was getting into. Yeah. So, so you and like besides, there's bros, there's bros everywhere, right? He wants to keep her outside where it's safe. He he is probably playing that that end of the ball game where he's like, listen, let's let's uh, let's stay on the rooftop because that's where all the cool things are going to go down. But uh, right. but yeah, sun's going down. Women are getting cold, and uh, they're going to start to want to go into uh, into the lobby bar. Biggio's, by the way, I don't know if you knew about that. Craig Biggio's bar is here at the Marriott Marquis. And uh, the oh, whole wow. Paul, the whole bar is lined by baseball bats. So, oh really? His yeah. his game used baseball bats? You know, I didn't even look at that, but I'm thinking no. But it's a <laughs> it's a unique it's a unique setup where the whole bar is lined by baseball bats, and this is one of the biggest hotel lo- uh, lobby bars I've ever seen. It I, I think it's three stories high. They have these massive like 200 square. These giant 200-inch uh, projection screens everywhere, everywhere. So, you know, when you hear everything's bigger in Texas, I, I don't believe it until I see it, and now I've seen it, and it's massive. So Houston, uh, Craig Biggio, cheers to him. Great bar. Uh, and here, Paul, I wanted to tell you, uh, I'm not I, – I can't believe the prices here. The price of a beer. A little high? A little steep? Low. Very low. Uh, really? Yeah. For a hotel, for, for a five-star hotel, uh, a Bud Light draft, a 16-ouncer, six fifty. Six fifty. That's pretty reasonable for, for a, a draft. For That's a five, pretty reasonable. a five-star hotel. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really impressed by that. Uh, I wanted to get into, I wanted to get into uh, your feelings about where... Uh, what what's what makes up a great Super Bowl city? Have you been to many Super Bowls? 
I've been to two of them. All right, where did you and go? And that's it. I went to uh, Phoenix um, two years ago, and then I went to what was the other one I went to? Um, no, actually, I've just no, I've just been to one. I apologize. That was the one and only one that I've been to. All right, so you you went to Phoenix, and how was I, I did. see? Now that's great that you said that because I didn't go to the Phoenix Super Bowl. How was big wind? A lot of wind. Big wind. How how was the setup there as far as the downtown? Was everything right uh, next to each other? No, it wasn't great. It felt like it was all really condensed. The NFL experience was sort of jammed into one main street. I can't remember the name of it, but it was right in front of the D-backs okay. baseball stadium. And then the uh, the Cardinals stadium itself is all the way out in Glendale, I believe. Right. And it's like a legitimate... 20 minute cab drive out there right and that's what i understand is what it was like in santa clara where you were last year it was. right it was yeah that was not a great setup uh i like these i like these super bowl cities where everything's really uh, uh not not super condensed but you can walk to a lot of stuff or short cab rides short ubers um and houston already feels like that this downtown is rocking uh, so can you see Reliant Stadium or Energy Media Stadium, whatever it's called now, I, from where you are? I can't because we're surrounded by high-rises and uh, high-rise okay. hotels, actually. And uh, so, you, so most of most of what you have in downtown Houston, from what I, where I'm at, are condominiums or hotels. And but I'm told that NRG is is literally like a 10-minute uh, uh, train ride. To, uh, from downtown, so I don't know exactly where it's at, but uh, but they tell me it's it's the, the locals say it's really easy to get to. So when you got to the airport in Houston, could you just feel the Super Bowl buzz Zero. immediately? Zero. Really? Zero. Like you know, you go to these cities wow. and, and all of a sudden they've got they're just loaded with uh, NFL whatever and signage everywhere. Yeah. I, got, I got off the plane last night. I start rolling towards uh, the baggage carousel or whatever, and there was maybe two banners, maybe, and that was it. So, so no, it was it was actually underwhelming. They uh, they didn't exactly get too crazy about having a Super Bowl from the airport perspective, uh, but it's like it's mm-hmm. literally like a thirty minute cab ride from the airport to downtown. So Houston, Houston is just massive. I don't know if you saw that Periscope last night. Did you Did you see that? Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was odd. That's the guy you want to party with. I like the part where he was like, I used to love the women's, but now I love Jesus or something. Oh, man. Henry, uh, Henry has found Henry. God. Uh, anybody that sees that video, you got to go and look at that Periscope. Henry found God, and he doesn't like titties anymore. He just likes God. So, before he found God, he looked in every woman's bra in Houston, and then he found God somewhere else. He he loves God, uh, and and he he did not he did not play nice when I said uh, how much for oral at these strip clubs. He did not like that. He acted like he didn't hear you. <laughs> he did. <laughs> He did. He no. did say he, he did, when he would, could clearly hear you. He did say, uh, "I don't know what you're talking about." And uh, I, yeah, something I, like I, that. He tried to like laugh it yeah, off. I clearly knew that he knew what I was talking about. He knew, and uh, he played it off. 
but at like 12:30 in the morning, that was a pretty good. Uh, that was a pretty good uh, Periscope. Glad everybody he was, liked yeah, that. Yeah, he was, he was. He was very lucid, and the thing I liked about it too was uh, you had a you had a BC follower giving you all the the hot tips on where the strip clubs were located, <laughs> and you were <laughs> using that to ask him about it. <laughs> I love I love that aspect of uh, Periscope where people can chime in and uh, and let us know what we need to be asking a cab ride a cab driver about strip clubs. So that was I was impressed by that. I like that. Uh, today, what I wanted to talk to you about, did you see the video with the guy that has silver hair? Uh, one of the greatest mullets I've ever seen in the history of mullets. Did you see the video of the guy today outside the NFL experience? No, I did not. All right, let me set the stage. You're familiar with the uh, the singer Edgar Winter? Oh, of course. Okay, so Edgar Winter, if you're, if you're young. Big hit. His ask, big hit was war. Google it. Google Edgar Winner. Yeah. Uh, but Big anyway, rock star. I, I see this guy with the greatest white mullet in the history of white mullets. And I I instantly was like, listen, I knew right away I wanted to ask him questions. But then, so I, I, I get up there and I'm like, sir, 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 I want to ask you about J.J. Watt because he was wearing a J.J. Watt jersey. And, uh, <laughs> you know, man on the street going straight TMZ on his ass. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, what do you, what do you want to ask? What do you want to ask me about?" And I said, and then I started rolling the video, and that's when I <laughs> asked him, "I'm like, hey, what's this story about JJ Watt maybe getting traded?" And then he just goes <laughs> off. He go he go he he instantly gets pissed off at me, and uh, and then uh, and then I ask him about uh, Brock Osweiler, because I mean that's the instant that's one. A, that's a great way to piss off a Texans fan. Five so, words. So I ask, I ask him about Brock Osweiler, and Paul, you're gonna love this. He says, if if Tom Savage would have played, we would be playing in this game this weekend. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and mean, he was dead serious. He w- he was dead serious about this. He's looking at me, and he literally says, if Tom Savage would have been our quarterback, we would be playing in the Super Bowl, and. I knew right then and there I had viral gold. Uh, I knew that the video was was too good to be true, and uh, he's he's just he's straight out of central casting. Love this guy. I don't even know what we're calling him. Uh, Doug, I believe. Uh, you know, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. We're calling this guy Doug the Bounty Hunter. He literally looks like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Uh, so so yeah, we're uh, we love Doug. And uh, go check that video out. And, and I even captioned this, Paul. I'm, I'm like, listen, I sat uh, on Radio Row today for hours, and nothing really happened. There's no real action. There's no real – nobody's going to give you a hot quote. Nobody's going to give you a good story. And, uh, and Doug comes out of nowhere and just says Tom Savage would have the Texans in the Super Bowl if he would have been given the opportunity. Finally, the storyline that this Super Bowl needed. Joe, I think I've lost. No, you. I'm, I'm here. I'm I'm taking a drink of a oh, beer. Oh, thank God. Uh, no, listen. What? Uh, tell tell me and the listeners about the Radio Row experience of of just what the ambiance is like. Yeah. I mean, you kind of touched yeah. on it during yeah. the Mike Golick interview this week about how it's pretty dirty and kind of curmudgeonly yeah. and. Uh, 
What, what was that like, and who'd you talk to? Yeah, see, uh, Radio Row is, and, and I may have said it on a podcast that was deleted or whatever. Um, <laughs> Radio Row is literally spring break for white guys in the media. And mm-hmm. I walk in today, and it's, it's always the same every year. It's people that are looking for their next job opportunity. They're looking to make a name for themselves. They're looking to rise up the ranks so that they can get a better job at a, at a better either TV station, radio station, whatever. So everybody tries to out-cool the next guy, and everybody tries to have better hair. Everybody tries to dress better. And then it, it's weird. Like, your on, you're on-air talent all has to look beautiful because they they think that's their sure. that's their next step, right? And then the production That's their ticket. Yeah, that's the way they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, they got to look good. So they're then you have the yep. opposite where you have the production dudes and I'm talking like you're talking about guys that don't come out of their houses very often. They they <laughs> don't uh, they don't they don't date. They don't they definitely don't no. get on Tinder. They definitely don't have much of a social life. And so you have this beautiful beautiful on air and then the other end is just guys that just have like t-shirts on that are like bar bar t-shirts that they got for free and uh, they're just just massive dudes wearing like triple x t-shirts and just fucking giant and so so it's it's just this hodgepodge of shit that you see at radio row and then all of a sudden you'll just like, like you'll just be walking around a hotel and there'll be a, there'll be john clayton just walking next to you and nice. and you're and you're like, why doesn't he have a ponytail? I thought John Clayton had a ponytail. Um, right. But but yeah. So so radio. I, I ended up talking to Darren Ravel today, and mm. um, one of the things I, I instantly went to this bag that Darren Ravel's carrying. He he's carrying around this bag, and I knew what he had in it. He had freebies. Darren Ravel oh. is carrying around a bag. And, and that was the first thing I asked him. I said, what in the hell's in the bag? You know, I wanted to know. And he opens up the bag, and he's got a, a free hat. And I'm talking about, all right, Ravel has like a million, how many, two million uh, Twitter followers. Like this guy, yeah. this guy can tweet out something and make money instantly, right? So right. he's got a free hat from New Era. He's got some sort of granola shit. I don't know what the hell it was. And then he's got something else in that bag. And I'm like, are you shitting me? Literally, he brought a bag for freebies that he is carrying around so that he can fill up the fucking bag with free <laughs> shit. I'm talking about a guy. How much do you think Ravel makes a year? Half a million? More? Seven uh, fifty? Lord. And yeah, he's think, literally yeah. he's literally collecting free shit. I love Darren. I, I really I I know everybody hates Ravel. I know that's the cool thing is to hate Ravel. I I he's, appreciate. He's reviled. I I appreciate Ravel because he's like this. He he's is he the new Adam Schefter? I did not see Schefter. Uh, I don't know where Schefter was. I saw Mike Greenberg. I did not see Schefter. Um, but yeah, I a, a lot of people want to know who I talk to and who I hang out with. I don't. I try to stay away from a lot of people. But I saw Ravel and I was like, you know what? I'll say hi because I've met Ravel before. And uh, mm-hmm. he's true to the—he is true to the Ravel character. He is—that that guy is gonna—he wants samples. He wants shit that he can put in his man cave. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I got a free New Era Super Bowl hat, but here's the kicker: I'm gonna give it to Danny the intern, 
uh, he is a Falcons fan, and I told him on like Monday, I said, I'm going to try and get you free shit that I can mm-hmm. give to you. And uh, as a Falcons fan, this, this may be his only chance in life, right? Probably. Odds are. So that's that's is that's that one of those is that one of those gray New Era hats with like the Super Bowl logo on the front and the Falcons on the side? It does not. I don't think the I don't think the team logos are on the side. These are media. These are actually spec, uh, specially made Radio Row media hats. So I think Very these are cool. like I don't know uh, one in a thousand. Maybe they made a thousand hats. I don't know, but they're awesome. they're like snapbacks. So I thought Danny the intern, he's going to appreciate this shit. Meanwhile, Ravel, he's going to, like, take this shit home and put it into, like, his closet. He's going to collect this stuff. That's the, that, that is the absurdity of it. If you keep, think of all the shit you get for free, Paul. If you kept oh. everything, how much shit would you have? It'd be a whole other room, and I'm not being facetious. Like, I have enough stuff that's cool that I have not gotten rid of. But a lot of stuff I end up just giving to friends or... You know, people that I know will really appreciate it. Maybe even, probably even more than I would, based on you know, like you said, if he's a Falcons fan or right. something to that effect. Right. So uh, I just, I have, I have it literally piled up in the corner of my workspace. Yeah, just, <laughs> just everywhere, right? Because I love it. You know, I, I appreciate it and I want it. It's cool to look at every once in a while. Right. Uh, so I, I got Danny the intern his hat, and uh, so, so Radio Road today is pretty calm. Uh, I'm thinking about uh, Le'Veon Bell, Ocho Cinco, uh, Moose Johnson. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, uh, did you talk to Moose Johnson? I did not. I just missed him. Um, he was at – I'm with Nesson, and he went from Nesson to Mike Francesa, which was right next door. Uh, table right next to Nesson was uh, Francesa. And that's what I – that's the next subject I want to talk about. I don't know if you – did you see the photo of Mike Francesa's setup? No, I was just going to ask you, how are they separated? Are there just like drop cloths or curtains between the each table? Literally literally just tables right next to each other. And you, you think about Francesa and Dog, you know, uh, yeah. Mike and the Mad Dog or whatever. And you think yeah, about, not Doug. Yeah, those those were the, the original guys for Radio Row, right? And, They've been around forever. Yeah, forever. And they literally, France, this is one of the saddest things I've ever seen. Uh, wow, really? Francesa is at a table, just like, uh, he's at a table just like the rest of the losers that are at tables, right? He doesn't, he has a flag that is just a WFAN flag on, uh, covering the table. But wow. that's it. And Fra- it's one of the saddest things I've ever seen. WFAN. Well, what was so sad about it? Were, were people not recognizing him? No. You know what? I literally did not think that was who it was when I walked up to him, um, uh-huh. because I was like, they wouldn't just put Francesa at some table; they would put him <laughs> at some sort of nice setup, right? Yeah, like an elevated table, like a platform or yeah, something. Yeah, like some, some sort of platform. But they didn't. WFAN must just said, "We're not spending any budget. We have no budget for the Super Bowl this year." And wow. in, in years past, they would put Francesa on TV. It, zero, yeah. zero TV. There's no TV. There's no. There's it, it, nothing. He's literally just doing radio. There's no flags that say WFN. Nobody knows that he's even over there. And I mean, you're talking about the Pope, the Pope. 
did he even have one of those weird production cretins helping him out, or was it just a one-man show? He has two production guys. One is a booker, I assume, and one is a, uh, you know, he's he's a producer, uh, or he's running the board, a board guy. But mm-hmm. that's that's it. And I'm like, are you are you shitting me, Francesa? WFAN would literally do this to Francesa. You're talking about one of the wow. biggest radio stations in the United States. And For that's sure. The, you're, I, listen, Francesa is making how much? How many millions is he? Is this guy making? And literally, uh, yeah. he's literally at a folding, an eight foot folding table, uh, talking to Moose Johnson. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'm. Yeah, it, it it was brutal. It was brutal. Uh, so looked at. Did you talk to Le'Veon Bell? You I mentioned did, him. You know what? I did not. He was working for FedEx, and yeah, I wanted to. I wanted award. to. I wanted to hang out. I wanted to see if he would, if, if we could get him over. But uh, they were really packed. We'll see what happens. Uh, I assume he's going to be doing the party circuit this week, going to Madden Bowl tomorrow night, Paul. And uh, oh, cool. Yeah. So that's who's should, in it. Who's in the finals? I, you know what? I didn't get the. I, probably got the press release but i haven't looked it up but we have here's what i'm i'm uh, excited about the chain smokers are gonna play the chain smokers everybody knows the song they have a one hit and uh i'm, I'm excited for the chain smokers and i'll tell you why i'm excited because last year why? ea sports last year they had uh-huh. fallout boy and ludicrous Ludacris and Fallout Boy played in San Francisco for the, their 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 party, right? Right. And uh-huh. I'm like, listen, Fallout Boy was the headliner. It couldn't have been any worse than what it was. It was horrible. <laughs> it uh, sounded bad. You tell me it was worse. It was horrible, Paul. Fallout Boy should never get a Super Bowl party, at least a headliner. I mean, literally. You How could have- they have top billing over Luda? The only thing I can think is that Luda had something else planned or he yeah. was already reserved somewhere else. Right, could and, be. It, but this year you get Chainsmokers as the headliner and you get Sam Hunt as oh, the God. under the undercard. But sounds you, like shit. You say, "Oh god, that sounds like shit." But you got to remember, you're talking about a 21 to about a 30-year-old crowd here that is going to go absolutely bonkers over these two acts. So I'm kind of excited about that, actually. I'm excited. I'd be excited to see Madden Ball in person. I, That'd be really cool. You know what? It is cool. I, I've been to two of them, and I actually like it. I, I never thought I would actually like the uh, Madden Bowl, but now that I've been to them, I, the one in New York was in this massive tent, and it it was awesome. Um, so who was in the finals of that? Dude, I can't. I, I can't tell you who was in the finals if it was a day ago. <laughs> I, I, right. I can't keep track of this shit. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Well, so when you're on Radio Row, who did you talk to? Uh, did not did not have any uh, interviews specifically. Just kind of um, chilled, checked it out. Today was a Goodell the the Goodell press conference was long. Uh, sure. Went to that, but tomorrow tomorrow is when things are going to kick up because they're going to do. They're gonna do busted coverage Facebook Live. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go oh, wow. on with the Nesson girls, the Nesson um, media girls, the, uh, the 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 A team. Um, gonna do a Facebook Live and talk about uh, what's going on, party scene, that kind of thing. So tomorrow is really when it's gonna ramp up. Today was more or less get some uh, man on the street shit, 
and uh, and see what's happening around town. Tomorrow, yeah, we're, we're gonna crank it up. It's kind of building toward the crescendo of the game, right? Every every day, it kind of builds a little more momentum. It is. It is. Uh, Wednesdays are usually slow, man. I yeah, people are people are already getting people are lit. flying in. Yeah, they're you know they're getting settled in. They're leaving their wives. They're uh, exactly. getting ready to party. Exactly, and Houston is the kind of city that this this shit goes down. I can tell already. We have two Asian chicks over here modeling next to the pool, and uh, I don't know if you're into Asians, but they're uh, they're barely clothed. And uh, I mean, listen, I don't really care. I'll just watch this and just hang yeah. out. I'll just hang out. I'm a married guy with two kids, and uh, Mrs. BC let me out of the house, so I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang out. And, uh, it's part of the scenery. Yeah, it's part of the scene, and uh, we'll have a little fun. But listen, Paul, tomorrow we're gonna. I'm gonna get a guy on. I'm, I want to get. I want to get somebody on with us, so yes. we can do a podcast with somebody. Um, I'm trying to think of who I want to get, but I was I, just gonna say, like, what level of guest? Are we going A team, like a Le'Veon Bell type? Well, Are we going like a, you know, like an old school legend, like a Jamal Anderson? Uh, you know what? I saw Cordell Stewart here today. Oh, uh, yes. Let's do Cordell. Uh, Cordell, listen. Cordell Stewart's ass looks you know, my ass is big. Like, I have a massive ass, right? Cordell Stewart's ass is twice the size of my ass. But it's all muscle, right? No. No, I don't think so. He's he's blown up a little? He's blown up. Uh, Cordell Stewart's, I don't know what size of waist he is now. But, I mean, I'm like, fuck, look at that. That, that fucking guy looks like a tank. He's huge. He's huge. What, what was he pushing? I, I have no idea. I uh, we have we have Skittles that was uh, going nuts today. We have FedEx. We have Old Spice. Your old friends from Old Spice. They That's were, right. They had Von Miller. Von Miller was walking around. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of who else was the big ones today. That was about it, really. How much do you think Von Miller gets has gotten paid for that sponsorship deal? Is it like a one-time lump sum? I mean, that's got to be like, what, a million dollars? No. Over a whole year? Yeah. No way. No way. A million? Too high? Too, does he, too do, high? Does he have any TV commercials that are associated with it? Yeah. That oh, he one does. You think, yeah. I, I cannot, I don't think a million dollars, I really, man, that seems high. It just seems high. Well, initially I, I was going to say 250 grand, but that doesn't seem high enough. I mean, to keep his attention, don't you need to be in the million level? You know what? I'm horrible at this. This would be a great thing for somebody that's in the business, uh, somebody in the marketing world. I, I would. I'll ask around. I'll ask some of my people off the record what they think. Yeah, please do. What they think a guy like Von Miller pulls down for a year. Um, I know you're then, in, you're you're yep. interested in it. Uh, I am. I'd love Von, to know how they structure Von was that. Von probably the biggest name. Le'Veon Bell's he's big, but listen, I sent out he's getting I, there. Yeah, he's getting there. I sent out some messages. I sent out some tweets today for uh, autograph prices here at the or at the NFL Experience, and Kirk Cousins' autograph goes for more than Le'Veon Bell's autograph on a helmet. How much? Three three twenty five for uh, Kirk Cousins, like two eighty five two eighty five for Le'Veon Bell, and do you I'm, get a do you get a certificate of authenticity. You do. You it's Hunt Auctions, which one of the big names in town, 
in in the business. But I was also told that, uh, that Zeke Elliott was 385, and you get like a personal photo. They were doing it in town, but 385. Kirk Cousins at 325 seems like a ripoff. You know, I, I'd go. I'd buy low on Le'Veon Bell out of all three of those. Le'Veon Bell at 285 is a that, that seems like a fucking steal, right? <laughs> seems like a bargain. <laughs> it does. It, I, I saw that price and I thought, shit, man, that's that's a that's a good deal. Because if but what's you, the resale on any of that? No, you're not getting your money back. You, you There's may, no resale no, market. No, you're getting your, you're getting a break even shit. I, you know, it's not. You're not you're not making money on those deals. The the money's on deals like I did with Cam Newton's pants. They they're selling they're selling shit like uh, personalized Cam Newton jersey for like six hundred dollars. Oh, dude, don't forget the Ron Mexico jersey. Can you please check that out for me? Wait. Now hold on, I got I got story about that. Okay. So you got to look up the Twitter. I went and I I plugged it in, and mm-hmm. I it let me get all the way to the payment stage, and I wasn't <laughs> going to put in the payment because I wanted to make sure. But you can yeah. get a Ron Mexico personalized jersey, a seven Mexico, and yeah, I, yeah. I, here's the deal: I don't they make them on site, so these people aren't like hip to. You might be dealing no. with somebody that's like young. They don't know what the fuck's going on, so they'll make them right there in front of your face. But it's a hundred and seventy dollars for a personalized jersey. Mm. Hundred and seventy. Mm. So you got. So I'd have to, I'd have to get them to put the R like an R Eight. period. Now in hold Mexico. on. Now listen. Now I mm-hmm. might be able to get you a personalized T-shirt. Okay, that'd be even better. Would you be up for a personalized T-shirt? Yeah, I'd, right. I'd get more usage out of that. See, now that that's what I'm thinking is I'll, tomorrow I'll, I'll go down and I'll see what I can do for a personalized Ron Mexico 7 shirt. That'd be um, awesome. I think, I think I have NFL guys right in front of me. Uh, oh, what are they doing? Uh, How do you know? I, just the hair, man bun. Um, oh, yeah. guilty. Yeah. Uh, He's big, probably a sound guy for bigger the NFL. Dudes, bigger dudes. Um and, and it looks like they have their agent with them. And, oh, you know, is it Greg Olson? The agent's like this little short dude wearing this white uh, coat. Um, so, like a like a Miami Vice jacket. Do you know? Uh, do you know Pat Kerwin, NFL writer? Yes, yes. I think Pat Kerwin's He's at the bar. He's big in Dallas. Pat is Kerwin, he really? I believe Pat Kerwin's over here at the bar. Salt and pepper hair, great mustache, by the way. Great mustache. Um, oh, we, oh, we have. Hold on, I'll take a photo. Oh, these are these are NFL guys. Somebody's shaking hands, so I'll take really? a photo. I'm gonna take a photo. Uh, Give me one of Pat Kerwan, will you? I'll take. Love a photo. that guy. You can't really tell, but we have. Oh yeah, we have NFL guys. They're up on the. They're up on the. All right, I'm gonna take a photo. Where are the Asians? The Asians are. Uh, I think they got cold, man. They were they were taking photos all over. We're, we got a bro photo here, one. Let me see. Who's, With the let players. Let me see what we got. Let me see what we got. Okay. Oh yeah, man, they're they're broing out. Bro fest. All the NFL guys are broing out. Bro fest. Bro fest. But I, you know what? The hard thing is like, you don't you don't ever want to go up and go like, who the hell are you? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to be the. I I, I want to be able to ask around and say who is <laughs> right. that. So yes, that's the approach. You ask on the sneak to other bystanders. Yeah, but 
but they're they're just in too good a shape. You know when guys are in too good a shape? Yeah. Ask a few of the bro standers. There's not that many people up here now, Paul. It's gotten cold, um, and uh, people are kind of getting ready. They're going out to their parties. And, two uh, questions. But two these questions. Guys are too big. Go ahead. Are the NFL bros on a collision course with the Asians? And is Pat Kerwan alone? And what is he drinking? Kerwin's alone. Uh, That's kind of sad. He he eyeballed this. Hold on. Yeah. He was eyeballing this middle-aged woman. Um, but he's alone. <laughs> the one with the white skirt? No, it was a different one. He he's alone now. And uh, he's, you know, he's just kind of middle-aged dude at the bar. But the bro, Classic. The, I think these are NFL bros. I can't be sure. But I, How tall the, are they? The, the, age, the, the agent is, is too cool to oh. – You know, the agent guy is uh, – he's just too damn cool. So, yep. Yep. Uh, but, but, yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll try to get in on who these guys are. Next year, Paul – Minneapolis, mark it down. You're in. I'm bringing your to. ass. We're, we're we're combining efforts with Nesson. Um, yeah. And awesome. I just had a conversation today. Nesson said, "No bullshit. Let's double up and uh, let's bring the whole team. Let's all yeah. do it." So you're in Fuck next yeah. year. I, I, I'm breaking that news right now on the podcast. We're like <laughs> we're like 45 minutes in, but I'm gonna break that news to you right now. We're in next year. Dude. Nesson said, Nesson said uh, they're gonna blow the budget out, and uh, yeah, so yeah, these awesome. Guys, yeah, so congratulations, you're in next year. Mark it on Thank your calendar, you, Minneapolis. Um, we'll, we'll we'll get to town on that um, tonight. It's a great stadium. I was just there a couple weeks ago. You, you loved it. I saw it before. It was I, I was there under the, in, in construction stage. Love that. I I was just telling a guy today. I said Minneapolis is a party town like drinking like that's a hard, oh, it's hardcore that's a hardcore drinking town it absolutely is but see you're a more of a uh vagina town you you love the <laughs> vagina towns i am a connoisseur <laughs> and 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 i don't know how big of a vagina town minneapolis is i had good luck when i was there it was cool you you liked it i did like it are the um, women are the uh, so are they DDF or are they just easy? Um, it's a mix. Okay. But I would say they like to party. They're like Chicago women, and uh, it's a very diverse town. So you've got all kinds of ethnicities, people, yeah. all blending together. So um, it's great. It's a good party town. It is a good. I'm, I'm going to be booking a hotel. Uh, I need to get in, get reserved, and, uh, yeah, I mean, next year is going to be a good one. So Dude, that's we'll, fantastic. Yeah, glad to hear that you're in. Uh, I didn't have Hell to twist yeah. your arm. Uh, we'll get that. <laughs> we'll get that booked, and uh, we'll get that settled. But uh, hate hate that you're missing Minneapolis. Or, uh, hate that you're missing missing Houston. Great yeah. town, and uh, I'm going to uh, I'm I'm going to cut this one off because the wind is kicking up again, Paul. But uh, another Pinch great podcast. And 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 listen. Listen, this one is actually recording, and we're going to be able to stop this one and not lose this podcast. So We're not going to talk about that, are we? We're not going to talk about it, but uh, listen, everybody, I hope everybody's having a good time. The content, I'm throwing all sorts of shit against the wall, see what sticks. 
whatever you guys like make sure you're telling me what you actually like like it on like it on instagram we're over on facebook too paul even snapchat we're over on snapchat i'm doing everything i'm just throwing are all you, sorts of shit against the wall are you actually manning the bc snapchat i am i am well wow. uh, I'll, I'll put a photo on tonight of me in the orange shirt i know you love it i know it's a request a special, <laughs> you know i do i wore it because you give me shit and it's a special request so i wore it tonight and uh, I'm not gonna wear I'm not gonna wear a fucking suit jacket like some of these idiots. No, I'm no. I am comfortable. I'll I'll go to a sports bar. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I can go up here and drink with Pat Kerwin right now. He's by himself. Go up here and have a couple beers. All right, dude. Snap snap a picture. I gotta see right. what he's looking like. All right. Uh, you're in tomorrow on a pod, right? We're gonna get somebody. Yeah. To, we're gonna get somebody to join us, and maybe just maybe we'll bring you in on a Facebook Live three way. How about that? That sounds hot. Be next to a uh, – have Skype ready, and we'll get a okay. three-way going tomorrow. Maybe you, Rachel, uh, Michaela, and myself, and uh, two on two. Two Beautiful. Nesson girls and two Busted Coverage guys. So we'll uh, – Two on two by ones and twos. I two, love it, Two man. by two and uh, a three-way video screen. So we'll we'll get it going tomorrow, and uh, that's it. That's it from Houston for uh, Wednesday night, and uh, we'll talk to everybody tomorrow.